This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Prana West London podcast. And we're coming to you from Craven Cottage, from an absolutely bonkers game. Final whistle, Fulham three, Brentford two. And I've got to be honest with you, I don't even know how to describe this game. It's a bit of a gutter, only because Brentford were pretty awful in the first half. 2-0 down. Fulham hit us hard. Aerial pressure pressed us hard. They did a Man United on us, as in what we did on Man United, they did it on us. So we weren't, we weren't ready for it. Got two very early goals. We got a brilliant goal back in the second, and the end of the first half, Christian Norgard. And we looked like we're going to have it. The second half, we literally came at them. We had, what, I don't know, two, maybe three disallowed goals for offside. I don't know what it was. And then we thought, here we go, got the goal 2 all. And we looked like we were cruising, and then Fulham switched it again. They knew what our Achilles heel was. Ball in the air, Mitrovic causing problems. All game in the air to him. A typical E came and he scored the winning goal. Absolute gutter. Absolute gutter. But early in the season. And it's a listen. That game we talked about it. It was a game of two halves. Oh, two and halves and a little bit of an extra half, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, What's yeah. Totally, mate. Totally. I'm on second half. Well, after their second goal, actually, in the first half, we got a grip on the game, started to take over, uh, and did most of the game. Psychology kicks in, we get the equaliser, two all, and we start getting a bit nervy, a bit panicky. Not just the players, me as well, fans, we start getting a bit panicky. Oh, my God, you can't believe how they've ended up getting that header from... I mean, it's interesting, you were saying, I mean, like, like we were second half, we were all over them second half, yeah. we had the game, they were at the scrub of the neck, and then when we scored that goal, it's almost like we let them back into the game. Absolutely. I, I don't know if it was nerves, or if it was a tactic, if we wanted to let them get the ball, we thought we'd hit them on the break, yeah. but they're always dangerous, especially with Mitrovic on the pitch, who, yeah. listen, love him or hate him, I thought he was brilliant today. He's a good player, mate, isn't he? I don't like him, but he's a good player. You can't take that away from him, he is a good player. He puts himself about, he's in there, he's always going to take them chances, isn't he? So, uh, what can you say? So gutted that it happened so late in the game that we had no chance to come back from it. But there you go. 
There you go. 3-2 to the Fulham. Um, I don't know if it feels a bit of a sucker punch. It's really weird, and I'm not saying this again. Look, I love Wayne Fulham. I want to beat Fulham all the time. It just seemed a bit different today. I know they've beaten us, but... And we were discussing this in the, in the pub beforehand. It's almost like... For us against Fulham, it was always about getting to the Premier League. Now that we're in the Premier League, it's always like... It's a bit different, you know what I'm saying? Of course we want to beat them, but this... I mean, Fulham never beat us here. I mean, Fulham haven't beaten us at, at Craven Cottage for about 175 years. But this isn't the same as if they beat us in the Championship. I'm not feeling that at all. I'm gutted, but not nearly as gutted as, as the Championship. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's early in the season as well. We always seem to come here in about April or something, and there's so much riding it on it, whether it's, you know, us going for promotion, them going for promotion, whatever. Uh, yeah, still want to beat them. I think it adds something to our Premier League experience this year. Obviously, last year we didn't have the West London derby. This year we do. Real shame to lose it. We sort of we threw it away in the first 20 minutes, I think. Gave ourselves a mountain to climb. Looked like we got back. Looked like we might have won it. But unfortunately, uh, they've... Uh, yeah, Mitrovic had to be, didn't it? I, I'm just going to ask you. I mean, we're 2-0. Two, two there were literally three minutes to go. I mean, he scored in the 90th minute. Do you think at that time... I mean, they were coming at us when it was 2-0, though. Do you think we kind of let it go? I mean, what was it with us? I don't, I don't understand. Because we were... Before the goal, we were all over them. Yeah, I, mean, I think taking off Wiesa, bringing on Godos, I didn't quite get that change. We we seemed to be really threatening when we had Tony sort of winning headers, holding it up, and then loads of pace in behind with Wiesa. Uh, I mean, Godos, not the same sort of player, and we just seemed to lose that, I think. Lost a bit of momentum, I don't know. But uh, they got a bit lucky as well. It's not as though they were sort of knocking down the door, were they? Uh, they just got a chance and took it, so... Listen, got more fans in the house, so listen, you weren't happy. There's a few things you weren't happy about, is that? I wasn't happy that even Tony went down. When he should have shot? He should have stayed on his feet and took the shot. The other one was the first half, they allowed Mitrovic to have the ball at his feet with no one up his ass, And that's where the two goals come from, every time. Then the third goal was just us rushing. We just rushed it should out. We, should we? Should we have just... Relax. Should we have gone for the draw? Should we? Because it looked like we were still going for the break. You've got to go for the win. You've got to go for the win. I'm happy for that. But to be honest, they rushed the ball out of the box from Raya. They nicked the ball, pushed it wide, Mitrovic at the back post. So you got ourselves to blame probably for all three goals. But the one where Tony went down, where he went down, he's four or five yards from goal to try and get a penalty. That was a decision. If he had banged that shot in, far corner, it's a different game, isn't it? It's them big, game, big decisions, big elements in big games, mate. And that was it. Bit of a gutter. We lost to the, the F word, but... Listen, long, long season, early on in the season. And as I'm sure the manager will say, we will learn from this. Yeah, I think absolutely we, we will learn from this. I, th I think what we learn is that teams that come up aren't going to sit back and defend. The first thing is they're going to come out of the blocks and they're going to absolutely attack you from the get-go. For the first 30 minutes, that's exactly what happens. You know, as I said, as I said Billy, from, from what happened after 30, 30 minutes, they're getting a tie and when we get a goal for half-time, which is exactly what we did. We're back in the game, and I thought we, we, did, we did get back in the game, and there was a few offsides, which I think was poor from us. I think we shouldn't have been offside there. Loads of offsides, weren't there? It's, just, it's discipline, though, isn't it, Billy? It's discipline. We shouldn't have been offsides. And it was, it was, uh, you know, the fact that it's gone to VAR shows it's marginal, and shows that we, you know, we should have scored there and not been offsides. Um, because we had a couple of goals, look, as they disallowed, you know, and we could have been four, four, you know, four, two up, you know, at, at times. Yeah. And um, listen, I know, of course, this is football, you can say, but we didn't score the goals. But the fact is that it was that fine a margin. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell, tell you what happened there, Billy. Is, you know, we're, two, we're two all. And what happened in the 75th minute is that we've decided to go for a draw. 
uh, the 85th minute, we decided to go for a draw. We sat back there, you know, KLP sat back, and we thought, let, let, let's settle for a draw here. And, and that's exactly what happened. And Mitrovic come on and had that header in the last sort of fight, you know, the last minute of the game there. And I thought, that's exactly what happened. Is we sat back, let's have a draw here, and, and that, that's what happens. Disappointment here, Fulham. Uh, to be fair, I think we're almost more disappointed because we're not used to having disappointment here. We literally, we winning games or we're losing and then we score in the last minute and we draw and it's always fun and excitement here. And so this is a bit of a weird moment for us, isn't it? Bill, I feel flat and I shouldn't really feel flat because we are now, what's that? Seven, six, seven points now for the start of the season. Five, five points to start of the season. You know what? It's been all right. And I think that Thomas does this thing where he chases every game. And he clearly thought there at the end, we're going to go on and win this game. And we're all in the stands thinking we're going to win this game. It's interesting because you said we're going to win and you said before we're going to draw. So, Well, he's my brother. And I, 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 honestly, I said to him, I said, we're gonna, he, he came into this going, I'm not taking anything less than three points. And I said, I'll take a point. And trust me, with those changes, he brought Godos on. Rayner's got to take his time with that corner over there. He's got to take his time, slow the game down, see it out, get the point. I mean, it's easy to say in hindsight, but... It's, it's, the, it's, it's the Premier League at the end of the day. Yeah. There is no give or take. You know, you, lo- you, win, you beat Man United 4 0, yeah. and then you, you, you draw 2 all. What, hurt, what hurts the most is the fact that it's them. The, the, it's yeah. the fact that it's them. Well, I'm not going to say their name, but it hurts more because it's them. If you'd have said to me, out of our first three games this season, we'll have two draws, sorry, a loss, a draw, and a win, I'd have been happy. But the fact that it's them, that hurts the most. Beast fans, reflective walking out of this ground. It's interesting, they've got the Premier League, but they've still got this, this dodgy old, dodgy old rickety stand here behind the goal. Like, it's a bit like Gillingham. If you've been to Gillingham away, and uh, Gillingham away's got this right horrible, nasty rickety stand they've had for years, and they've managed to keep that for years, and it's still there. They've got a sort of an upgraded version of Gillingham here, which is temporary stand, but they've managed to keep it, and, uh, and, and, and we're in here, and normally we have fun in here, but to be fair, it's actually, I thought it was actually a brilliant game. A brilliant game, yeah, I agree. Uh, despite the uh, the rickety stand and the signs telling you, we, beware of uneven steps. Yes. It's been a great game. I thought two great managers, actually. I thought, you know, um, Silva clearly um, took it, took the game to us in the first half and shocked us. We should have been ready for that. Well, I guess we had questioned whether we should have lined up as 5-3-2, like we did against United. We didn't. We were 4-3-3. So and, and the second half of Leicester as well? And the second half of Leicester as well. When so we, had to re, re, we had to bring the game back I, from the I, dead? I agree. So that's a good debating point for Thomas to take away. So fair play, Silva. I thought we came back in the second half. Well, we came back at the end of the first half, of course. And that changed the game. And then Thomas, Thomas um, his, his substitutions in the second half were good. We got ourselves back into the game. And then fair play, Silva. I think there's two substitutions at the end. Probably just changed the flow of the game and Mitrovic, I don't know what that XG was at the end there, but maybe a 5% chance he stuck it in. So a great game for, for everyone, I think. Great, I mean, great, great. Yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't say great game for everyone. <laughs> we lost the game in the end, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, um, but listen, but... It, it, and listen, I'm putting my head on, my, 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 my neutral, not neutral head on, but we've got to say it. Listen, I want to beat Fulham all day long. Again, I said first game of the season, Fulham played well against, uh, against the Wolves. You know, they also played, obviously, you know, not, not Wolves against the Liverpool. They drew against the Wolves. I think they drew against the Wolves anyway. I think it was nil all against the Wolves. I believe it was. And then, obviously, they played the game against us today and they came at us. And I'm a little bit gutted that we weren't prepared for that in the first half. I don't know if it's like the players were just a little bit sleepy or whether or not we just had the wrong formation stroke and also the wrong players in the setup. We talked about the, the Yenelt. 
in the playoffs. I'm not in the playoffs, in the in the podcast as to whether or not you can play Yanel and Norgard in the same side. Yanel has got something which he miss, maybe not as creative, but he gives you a punch in the midfield. And when you've got them running the roost of us in the in the in, in the first half, I don't know if you needed somebody like a Yanel who is basically going to. You know, be there until they run out of steam, and then you maybe bring the creative players on in the second half. I mean, I don't know. I'm just—it's it's easy to say that in retrospect, but you know, when Yanel and all the other players came on the second half, it's almost like the game came back to us, where we—it was out of our reach in the first half. However, we scored a brilliant goal, which got us back into the game. I, I agree with that. I think I think we could have predicted they'd come out very strongly. I think in your pod during the week, um, our Fulham friend told us that would happen. So were we prepared for that? Probably not. I think that's right. Second thing is set pieces. You know, we, we looked at, again, vulnerable from set pieces with Mitrovic there. It wasn't just the goal, but free kicks were, we were looking very, very vulnerable there. So were we set up for set pieces? Was Jensen right to start? These are all sorts of questions we should reflect on. But yeah, I think um, second half, I thought we were, we were well in control, actually. Um, I think the balance of play was with us. I, uh, we just made, it, made that error at the end. I think... I think we're interesting to watch back the action with Raya. He took that very, very quick goal kick and um, perhaps a bit of game management would have slowed the game down a bit and just tried to eke out the seconds because that gave possession back to them and they scored from that play. Yeah, talk, OK, talk about game. It's all, it's all about the game management. And uh, like I said, Beast fans inside here sort of kind of sort of like hanging out behind the stands, behind the rickety stand here as well. Um, I'm going to ask you, disappointed or are you just like, OK, let's move on? I think I'm more in the category of let's move on. Um, it was a game, proverbial two-half game, really was. We should have been dead and buried in the first half. We were really wobbly. Second half and the last couple of minutes of the first half, we looked suddenly quite good, looked like our old selves, came out. And I think the key moment is when Ivan went over for that penalty claim. Not his fault, but I, I might have gone down too. But we seem to then lose our momentum Since after that. Uh, it, it, so it wasn't his, uh, it wasn't his fault? No, Some not, people, so, not think, really. You know, do you think, do you you think he should have shot? Could he have, have shot? Could he have shot? In hindsight, he could have gone. He could have shot. He 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 died for the. He died for a penalty. Yeah, but you know, we no, no, he did. Yes or no? So if he died for the penalty, but he could have put the ball in the back of the net. Well, he certainly could have crossed it. Yeah, but I hate to blame Ivan because he's such a great player. But listen, you can. Listen, this is not digging people out, but listen, we're, we're, it's an analysis of the game. You're right. And if, there's a, and if there's a moment when somebody could have done something else which has changed the game, you, you, you're allowed to talk about it. Yeah, you, you are. It's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm allowed to talk about it. Yeah, you, you're right. He should have whacked it across or had a shot. I, I just think at that moment, we lost our momentum. And um, after that, you know, we were saying, I'll take a draw. And you could feel there was a winner in it. It could have been ours as much as theirs. But a good day's entertainment at the end of the day. You know, we're four points. You know, um, we're looking solid. Uh, I like some of the new boys. You know, Lewis Potter looked really tidy coming on. Um, very nimble feet. Uh, and and I'm, I'm optimistic for the season. You know, goal is to stay up. And I think we're going to. And stay up comfortably. Okay, so, so he's looked at the... He's looked at, listen, he's been looking at the plus points from this game. And... Uh, He's happy about it. Listen, forget about all that, but he said there's a number of plus points from this game. Are you looking the same way? Are you thinking, listen, we could have, we could have come out with a nice little draw, which would have felt like a win? What are you saying? I'd say the same thing, Bill. We started off with an odd formation, as we did at Leicester, and we were playing catch-up from 2-0 down. We got to 2-0 down. We were playing all right. It was all us in the second half, but everybody around me just saying, don't let them stand the ball up for Mitrovic at the far post, and we fell asleep. 
lost our concentration and paid the price for it. But on the optimistic side, we played so well in that second half, Bill. What, what, is, what was odd about the formation in the first half? Well, it looked to me like we were playing 4-4-2 or 4-3-3 and we're overrunning midfield and we reverted it at Leicester to five in midfield. Then they're playing catch-up. Same again today. We pushed forward, further forward, dominated the midfield. I'd say that second half was at least 60-40, if not 70-30 us. So I've got to ask a question. So if, if, if we saw the way that Fulham played against Liverpool... Right, and how they did that and how what happened to Leicester and then what we did to Man United was a mistake it made in how we set up for this game or was it just the players didn't perform? Well, if, if Thomas Frank sets the team up in that formation, then we play as he says. But we play, I believe, a lot better with three at the back, five in midfield, two up front. For every game? No, 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 not for every game. You set up differently for the opposition. You know, every game's different. But this game... I thought we were okay, but second half we were much, much better. We dominated the game, certainly for the last half hour. The offside goal disallowed, apparently it was. I saw replay, it was offside by a boot and a half lace. Um, Compare last last Saturday's referee, Atwell, who's not one of our friends, magnificent referee today. He's rubbish, guy. He's rubbish, this guy. Petty, stopping the game, should have let us play on to advantage and pulling the game back and stopping it for we don't know what. Very disappointed. Fulham will be absolutely elated with that because they've come back from the dead on that. Got Fulham fans in the house. First of all, I want to say to you, and like I said to you, I'm a Bees fan and I would want to beat you every single time, but that was one hell of a game, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Very even, two very, very good teams. It was really sad there was a loser. Probably a draw was probably a fair result, but that's football. I mean, I mean, I mean, and this is, listen, I'm, I'm pulling it out the floor now. I'm pulling the cliches out the floor. That was definitely a game of two halves. First half, yeah, yeah, Fulham, Fulham battered us yeah, in the yeah. first half. Yeah, yeah. 2-0 up after 20 minutes or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. And we looked, we looked done. Yeah, done yeah. for. But we scored a brilliant goal yeah, just before yeah, half time yeah, to bring yeah. it back in. And in the second half, we flipped the script. Yeah, did, and all of a sudden, we, we battered Fulham. Yeah, scored a couple of goals which were disallowed. Come back to two all. Yeah, looked like we're going to take the game. But then something happened. Yeah. To all, and then you came back into it. You know us. what happened? It was a double substitution. We brought on Kearney and Mbappu, and it changed the game. And how did it change the game? Well, you lost your left, your your emphasis on the left wing, which was which was um, which was recent because we taken him off. I don't know. Yeah, you. I, I mean, yeah, I don't we, know took we, we took him off. We took him off, and we and we put on we put on took off Wiesa, who's full of speed. Put on and uh, you caused us a lot of problems yeah. down the left. Right. But you play to the left all the time. You did in the first half, and then Mbappu seemed to find space. And he was getting the crosses in on that double substitution. So and Kearney took more of the midfield. We gained the midfield back from you. Slowly but surely, we gained it back. OK. And that's, sorry, is that on your left side? On our left side? It would have been on your left side, our right side. That's right. So Risa, Risa coming off, yeah. coming off yeah. for Godos as well, which we yeah. thought was an interesting substitution. That's me being diplomatic yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. You know, so he came You've on... A, you know, you got a great coach. Tell you what, you're lucky you to have that, man. Coach. Very, very good he is. Yeah, but, we, but we think, again, because we talked about this and when we had Fulhamish on our podcast before the match and we were talking about the fact that we were saying that this is going to be a different game from Parker Ball because he said De Silva approaches the game differently. He yeah, says he's going to come at you from day one yeah, yeah. and that's what you did. Yeah, and did. to be honest with you, it might have been a different score if you hadn't scored any goals within 20, 25 minutes. But you scoring them goals put you in the ascendancy. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. And we were saying to ourselves that we had to hang on for the first 15 minutes in the second half. If we could keep you out for those first 15 minutes, we might m- maintain the lead and you equalise. Couldn't believe it. 
couldn't Lucky believe it. But you deserved it. You deserved it. You, listen, you were finding your players. All your passing game was perfect in the second half. Yeah, but listen, in the end of the day, you got to win three-two to the Fulham. But it's a long, it's a long season. What, what are you, what are you expecting? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Neither of them two teams will go down. Not playing like that, they won't. Both them teams will stay up. So you, so, so you're, 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 you're looking forward to a bit of fun this season. Yeah, we're looking to stay up for us. Anything more than that is, you know, going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Right, okay, listen, I'll see. Listen, we, 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 listen. We, we had a season last season, and we had a, we had great fun. We had great fun this season, and we, we believe we got, and we believe we got a better team this season. But we'll have to see how it goes because injuries and everything like that can change things. But listen, I'll, good luck to you, and I'll see you at New Griffin Park in the new year. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, nice absolutely. You look after yourself. Yeah. So, beast fans. Finding solace in a cocktail bar in Putney, which probably sums it sums up the Fulham experience, really, doesn't it? Nothing wrong with a nice pina colada on a Saturday afternoon. Pina colada, um, uh, I can't remember. I can't even remember the words. Making love in the rain or something like that, isn't it? Are <laughs> you uh, into health food or into champagne? And that wasn't a champagne finish from the bees, was it? It wasn't. No. Um, it's just. Yeah, no, it wasn't, wasn't at all. It was a terrible finish, wasn't it? Really bad. I mean, what, really, really, look, just really tell, me, tell me what happened, because it was a game where we were on a struggle, and then we weren't on a struggle, and then we just got sucker punched. It was an excellent game of football all the way through until the last minute, where, again, terrible defending, another headed goal against us. Rubbish. I've got to ask the question, what, what is the issue with our defending? Because they obviously knew. They obviously look, they knew. They knew. Our Achilles heel, didn't they? Yeah, maybe we need a defensive set-piece coach as well as a attacking set-piece coach. Oh, I'm going to ask. I'm going to be controversial here. Is our, or do we? Is our if the if these are Premier League teams that we're playing against, and if they can very easily suss out that this is a problem, okay, okay. Admittedly, we have got two players out, but if it's a problem, then this is this something that we need to remedy and I'm not you know listen I'm not out in any players but I'm just saying Leicester two goals the, ta- the tactic from corners isn't working at all every every team they'll line three players up at the edge of the box three of them that can head the ball they'll all run in completely unmarked three different directions ultimately one of them easily gets the ball and it's a goal I mean Mitrovic when we were watching it in the second half his movement off the ball. I mean, I thought he had a, I thought even, he had a brilliant even, game. Even before he scored, he had that header that David Reyes saved. And it was, again, completely unmarked. Completely unmarked. And, 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 and that's right. And also in the first half as well, I think he had a movement off the ball where he did it. Well, I think they scored in the end. And I, might, I think he might have got disallowed. But again, it was Mitro moving off the ball. Or maybe it was their other guy that scored instead. But it was his movement off the ball. And he, he completely lost his defender. And, uh, and, and, and it's a bit worrying. Yeah, it's a little bit worrying, but I mean, it's only the third game of the season, so I won't pay it too much mind on the worry scale. Got to ask a question, right? Listen, so got to ask a question. We've played Fulham. It's different. It could be like any other. It could it could be like any other team. Fulham could be like any other team at the moment. Even though, listen, we want to win. They want to win. Okay, but this is different in the Premier League. They got the three points. What I will say to you, though, it was very early in the season. Um, and if anything, I mean, I know we beat Man United 4-0 last week, and this is probably a little bit like after the Lord's Bay show, but this is probably 
a good time for them to play us and almost like a good time for us to play them because we we didn't win but it, it almost like wasn't a gutter like it would be if you'd lost to them in the third week in April. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, it makes sense in that we've come off a really, hopefully a really good start, yeah? Like, draw, beat, smashing United. We're in world news. So, four points after two games is a great start for the Premier League, right? So, but that works in two ways. Like, for me, listen, we all love the United win. Amazing. For me, the Fulham game was the game. I wanted us to turn up today and really be up for it. And it felt that, listen, when they score in 60 seconds, it shows that they're more up for it than we were. And I thought the first 20 minutes proves that they want to win more than we do. And you know, you know, very rarely in the last 10 years have we said that against Fulham. We've always arrived hungrier, more up for it, bang up for the game. Today was the exception. That wasn't the case. They, were, they for the first 20 minutes, dominated us. They come at us double, double hard and, you know, it was 2-0. And I actually thought... They went easy on us because at half time, after two, they should have put the knee down. They didn't. They started defending. I don't know why, because they could have had a third and let us in the game. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a strange one today. Um, disappointing, of course. I thought we'd done ourselves all right. But yeah, the uh, Fulham wanted it more. And that isn't the thing you say very often when it comes to Brentford and Fulham. Except for the second half, again, we talk about this, but game of two halves. So the first half, listen, they put us to the sword. Mitrovic was great. Dick and Reed, you know, heading, running off the ball, pressing, all the things. Caused us problems. We were losing the ball. We were just, we just weren't holding the ball. It was a nightmare until we scored. But I thought the second half, we're brilliant. And even we got Fulham fan on here a bit earlier, and he said that he thought we were great. And our passing was unbelievable. And he said we were next level, you know, and he knew they were going to come back. But, it, again, a lot of people have talked about the game management at the end where we kind of went for it, where we could have maybe sat on it a little bit. Well, uh, mate, I, I don't want to make it out as if we were terrible because uh, the game ebbed and flowed loads, right? We started bad. And I, and I think what was a little odds was that second half against Leicester, we're three at the back. We scored two. Start three at the back against United and we, we performed phenomenally. And Thomas thought today 4 4 2 was the way to go. 4 3 3. Um, yeah, sorry, 4 4 3. Okay, but 4 at the back being the key point. And obviously that didn't, didn't pay off. And mate, no criticism of Thomas, he's a legend, but you know, today that didn't really work in the early doors. And um, yeah, so. so I, I, mate, I, I just think that there was. They really. They, having like the, the two at the back, Pontus and me, who I think great players individually. I thought they looked a little bit slow and they, they were often given a ball and it was the first half there was like a period of 15-20 minutes where they, they controlled the game and it was up to them to pick a pass and Fulham were very happy with that and yeah mate I, I just you know what I'm, I'm still making sense of it Bill to be honest it, I'm still, it's frustrating because as soon as Norgard scores the game switches and the second half was a western shootout mate it really was I felt in the last five minutes someone was going to win the game. And as soon as Tony gets that ball, I, 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 I realise I'm going all over the place here, but 85th minute, Tony gets that chance on the, on the, on the right and he could have pulled a trigger. And from where I was, it looked like he chose to go down. The game kind of changed. About, it's been talked about a lot. The game kind of changed after that, didn't it? And all of a sudden, Fulham took the momentum. And as soon as that ball left the foot of the guy on the right wing, you can see what was going to happen, right? But what I would say, I love the game today. It was an excellent game of football, excellent spectacle. 
it's up and down, it's all over the place. It's brilliant to watch. I was, I was gutted for the first five minutes afterwards. But now, you know what? I'm, I'm less gutted about an hour. But I enjoy what I watched. Yeah, it's great. There's an argument to say, it's not an argument to say, but some people are saying that maybe, um, you know, we can't wait for, for even Pinnock to come back because this is not this is not picking out any players, but we know that Ethan Pinnock, when it comes to Ethan Pinnock in the air, he's got he's got some sort of aerial domination, and without him in the sides, we're not quite sure know know where we're at. And today, that was 100 percent their target. Fulham went long, massively, because obviously they knew, they knew there was a weakness there, and they played to their their strengths just in the same way that we played to the strengths against Manchester United, and you know what we did against Liverpool and all that last season. Yeah, well, the problem is you can't you can't give any team a goal head start, and that's pretty much what we did. You know, um, one nil up within two minutes, and then another goal conceded from a corner. Um, it, it it was a really poor start. I, I you know, Weiser out on the left doesn't really do it for me. I you know, it, it, it he wasn't on fire. I'm, I I know I think KLP he, he's the one to be on the left hand side if you're going to play that shape. Um, we found ourselves two goals down again, like we did at Leicester with him and Leicester with him um, in the same formation. You know, it's a brilliant comeback. Let's not let's not mask that. Uh, we could have could have gone ahead. You know, Ivan's goal it was disallowed. It could have been only like a minute toenail in that. It, it was a really really good fight back again. But you know, uh, Mitrovic, he was always going to get a chance, and it's just sod's law he got it right in the last minute and. It was clinical and, yeah, it's, it was gutting. It doesn't feel quite as gutting as it would do. Um, Why is that? Um, I think because we're in the Prem now, we're both in here. I think it was always like the jeopardy of not getting here. It was all about we needed the points to get here. Um, we didn't want them going up a- ahead of us. But now we're both here. It didn't feel quite so bad. Don't get me wrong. You know, I want to beat them, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm, I'm a hacked off. There was a point there to be had, and we kind of chucked it away. But you know, I think we kind of said to each other, "Let's go for the win." It just didn't work out. We should have stuck. Um, we twisted. Uh, yeah, we we just need to we need to bounce back next week uh, against Everton, and you know, we're win 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 draw, win draw lose. That's not a bad start to the season. Just a bit of a shame that we had to lose against them. Listen, this is the Besotted Tribe of West London podcast. Don't forget Besotted Global, besotted.com forward slash global is our little social network new community. I'm sure they're gabbing away today about what happened at the match today and we'll probably uh, jump on there a little bit later. Don't forget also to buy us a beer, besotted.com forward slash beer. Um, don't forget to subscribe to us and just give us a subscription and, and, and give us a, a review on all good podcast channels as well. But listen, we're now in some sort of cocktail bar in Putney, <laughs> trying to, uh, to uh, sorrows and have a few drinks and stuff like that. But unfortunately, we lost the Fulham. It doesn't really matter because it's a very long season. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And as we say, come on, you babies. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.